Good morning. KSL News Time is 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. It's the final day of the 2024 general legislative session. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with a rundown of what bills still need a vote to get to the governor's desk. Adam? Amanda, there are still dozens of bills that have yet to get the thumbs up from both the House and the Senate. I'll try to run down the biggest ones. One of the ones that we're going to keep a close eye on, of course, is that bill that can help clear the way for a new NHL stadium in downtown Salt Lake City. This bill did pass both the House and the Senate, but last night when the House passed it, they made some changes, so it needs another vote from the Senate by tonight. There's also another major water bill set to be heard in the Senate. This bill could help create a state water database, making it much easier to track water. Again, that's going to be heard in the Senate today. There's also a bill that still needs to pass the House that would create incentives for water-wise landscaping. There's also a bill set to be heard in the House today that needs both the House and the Senate to pass it. It could affect uh, how services for some Medicaid recipients. Uh, we've already seen some votes fail, including a vote, uh, a bill to end ranked choice voting early in Utah. Right now, that program is here to stay. That bill is not going any further. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. It's going to cost a lot more for anyone caught speeding in a school zone. The legislature passed a bill raising the minimum fine from fifty dollars to two hundred and sixty dollars, and also boost the minimum fine for drivers caught violating a school bus stop sign. It will now cost you one thousand dollars. The bill is now headed to the governor's desk for his signature. New Utah drivers will not be allowed to have friends in the car. A bill that would allow 16 and 17 year olds to have friends in the car within the first six months of their getting their license was killed in a Senate committee. The bill's sponsor decided to run the legislation after her daughter was caught breaking the rule. The committee said it would be too dangerous and lead to even more distracted driving. For the fourth year in a row, the Utah legislature approved income tax reductions that mostly help high earners. Continuing our Eye on the Hill 2024 coverage, Heather Kelly is live with the details. Heather? Well, Tim, Senate Bill 69 will cut $167 million off income tax for Utahns. The Provo Herald reports the bill sponsor, Republican Chris Wilson, says this will put more money back in Utahns' wallets, which will in turn help our economy. However, critics say the tax cuts are mainly helping the state's wealthiest residents. They cite a study from the tax policy think tank Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy, which shows more than 60% of the tax cuts are going to just 20% of the top income earners. Live, Heather Kelly, KSL News Radio. Religious leaders will have the same legal protections as teachers, therapists, and doctors when it comes to reporting cases of child abuse. KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff has the details. Currently, religious leaders who learn about child abuse from the abuser during a confession could face legal problems if they report that abuse. The bill's sponsor tells the Associated Press this is an attempt to incentivize religious leaders to report ongoing abuse regardless of how they learn about it. Opponents say they're worried this will keep abusers from opening up to church leaders and getting the help they need. The bill passed both unanimously in the House and Senate. Now our top national stories this hour. The Senate passed another temporary measure to keep the government funded last night after it already had passed the House. What we have done today has overcome the opposition of the MAGA hard right and gives us a formula for completing the appropriations process in a way that does not shut down the government and capitulate to extremists. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says they're ready to vote on six full spending bills by the end of the week. 
The tax man is coming after high-income earners. This week, the IRS started sending out non-compliance letters to more than 25,000 people who earn more than a million dollars a year and 100,000 who make at least $400,000 who failed to pay their taxes between 2017 and 2021. The program is funded in part by the Inflation Reduction Act. Last week, the agency announced it would open dozens of audits on private business jets used personally by executives and written off as tax deductions. Daria Albinger, ABC News. From what we can see of the roads, we're in a good uh, place this morning. Let's get a first look traffic check here with Andy. Well, you'll feel the wind as you drive around this morning, but fortunately so far the uh, traffic has been uh, crash-free and pretty light traffic. And going into the canyons, at least for now, open without any restrictions. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A child is recovering after being hit by a car near a park in Tooele. Chris Jones witnessed the accident and shared what he saw with KSL TV. I seen um, the two kids trying to cross the road as I started coming down. I get about maybe say right over here um, is when I looked in my rearview mirror and I seen the kid running across the road where his older sister started screaming. First responders were quickly on the scene. Police say the driver stayed on scene and is working with investigators. A man accused of uh, causing a crash that killed two toddlers will be in court today. Kent Barlow faces multiple charges for the accident in Eagle Mountain back in May of 2022, including two counts of first-degree murder. Police say that Barlow tested positive for methamphetamine at the time of the crash when he lost control of his car and ran into a horse corral where the toddlers were playing. A police officer and a court worker were shot and killed in a suburb of Kansas City, Missouri, while trying to enforce a home eviction. Larry Anderson lives nearby and was placing flags near the scene. Anybody who dies for this country and for our community deserves our absolute respect. Two other officers were also shot and are being treated at a hospital. Roots Tech is back in Salt Lake City. The annual event hosted by Family Search is billed as the world's largest family celebration and discovery event. The event theme this year is Remember, to encourage guests to remember who they are and what they stand for. One of the keynote speakers is Lynn Jackson, a family history enthusiast who happens to be a descendant of Dred Scott. I love learning. I love knowledge and information and history, and I thought... How come I don't know more about them? This thing is huge. Last year they had oh, yeah. 4 million attendees. Oh, yeah. Including people online and in person. I've started seeing a lot more people downtown just yeah. in the last couple yeah. of days. The St. George Dinosaur Discovery Museum is growing, and it might be growing too fast. KS on News Radio's Michael Commit is live with more, Michael. Amanda, as you can imagine, a lot of fossils get unearthed in Utah, and the museum plays a pretty crucial role. And a lot of what we do is prepare the specimens, and then, yeah, they go somewhere else to um, to stay. It's repositing it somewhere else. That's Diane. She works with the museum. Thing is, they're often running out of room to safely store those fossils. And for the last little bit, the museum's been hosting fundraising events to expand their facilities to a nearby lot. So eventually we'd like to excavate there and hopefully build on that site across the street and expand in that way. Now, the goal, their goal this year is $10,000. If you'd like to donate, check out utahdinosaurs.org. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio.